welcome back for another episode with the Boulder Podcast. Here we interview entrepreneurs, business owners, and nonprofits to learn about what it really takes to better market your company, grow your business, and ultimately create a bigger impact in the world. All right, guys, today is a really exciting episode of Today for the Boulder podcast because firstly, I have my really good friend Janine back on the air with me. And um, my first podcast that I ever did was with her. And she actually is what, she inspired me. So thank you, Janine, for inspiring me to create this show that now has actually gotten me invited to be on the air with other people. So Janine, welcome back. Thank you so much for being here. Sure. It's a pleasure. This is fun. I'm looking forward to our discussion today. I know literally like after the last time we had a podcast together, all I could think about was, oh my God, like this was amazing. I need to do this with other people. And then I'll tell you, you know, Janine and I were talking about this, but what really why guys I asked Janine specifically to be back on the air with me is because I, I, um, as, as I've been doing my, my podcast and as I've been, you know, doing all these different things with my business, which I know a lot of you guys are like questioning, is she still even doing video? Guys, I am still doing video. I am just branching out and expanding my network via podcast, via coaching, via all that stuff. So anyway, one of the questions I asked on my Instagram and my Facebook was, Hey guys, if you listen to the Boulder podcast, can you let me know if there is something you specific you want to hear, something you want to know, or should I interview for? And a couple people were like, yeah, I want to be on the air. And I thought that was amazing. And then a couple people asked me some questions that really pulled at, you know, at my heart. And, um, and the reason why is because it's an insecurity and I'm being super honest, guys. It's an insecurity that I still have today that I haven't gotten over, that I struggle with most, most days. And um, the, to the question, I'm actually going to read it directly um, from Instagram. So the question I got asked was, how do you choose a business? That, how do you know which business you should be in? How do you, and how do you start one? And how do you know you're going to stay in it? So real quick, and then, you know, Janine, I really want to ask you your thoughts on this, but guys, just to like answer this particular, I, it's going to take a little bit, like I'm not going to be able to answer it in one hot minute, but I just want to tell you, like you were talking to someone who has started her professional career when she was 14 years old. And so the reason why I'm taking this topic so seriously is because you will hear internet marketers and entrepreneurs and famous people talk about how you should never be a quitter and you should never quit. And you should never, ever start something and not finish it. And how, you know, that's what losers do. Don't have a loser mentality. And I have to say, guys, um, I'm very, very, very fortunate that I have had a lot, a lot, a lot of career opportunities. And I'm also very fortunate that I have had incredible people in my life that have told me that things that I were doing were not even the best vehicle for me to get to where I wanted to go. So exhibit A, right? At 14 years old, I go get an internship at a company that was great company to start with. But I, you know, as I, as I got older and I took my experiences from that, which by the way, I entered for free, like I wasn't even getting paid. And then, you know, going into high school and then coming out and then getting my first job, which was a door to door Verizon sales job, which was a hundred percent, a modern day pyramid scheme. Like we're not talking about one of those internet ones where everybody thinks is a pyramid scheme, but it actually is a company. I'm talking about a real life everyday cult that I got dragged into. And, um, 
and, and the experience was horrible. Um, I learned so much from it. There was one point in time, I don't even know if I've gone public about this, Janine, this will shock you. Um, if you didn't do a certain amount of sales quota, they would like pin you guys against each other in the office. And if you didn't, they were allowed to drop eggs on your face. Like, wow. not, yeah, like it was, and I have video footage of them dropping eggs on my face. Like I still have it on my phone today and humiliating and horrible. And I remember it being freezing cold in the, in the winter. And I definitely had almost frostbite on my feet because I didn't have good boots then. And my mother was going to buy me boots because she felt so bad for me. I was like, no, I'm independent. Don't do it. Like I got it all, you know, I didn't want to waste money on boots. Stupid, stupid, stupid. And um, I'm in winter and I'm going door to door and you have to do a, a certain amount of sales quotas to, to, to be able to progress as like a leader in the company or whatever. And I was not feeling well, Janine. Like I was sick. I, and this is what your mindset guys just like, pivot to mindset. Your mind can do anything. you you can do anything when you put your, you put your energy towards it and you, you know, you want it to get done. So I was like, crap, I'm so sick. I'm going to vomit on the snow. I'm either going to pass out on the snow. I, so I went in the first 30 minutes or so, maybe 40 minutes, let me be generous with my time. I wanted to go home, but I didn't want to be a loser in the team. And I knew I had interviews tomorrow. And if you don't do the certain amount of sales quotas, they won't let you interview people to build your team. Super, super horrible, super horrible structure. So I'm there and I close two sales. I tell my team leader, I say, yo, I'm not feeling well about fever. I got two sales in, I'm ready to go home. He's like, okay, I guess, well, that's what quitters do. Like, and I go, okay, but I wasn't feeling well. So I go home next day, I come into work. And he gives my interview, someone I actually recruited into the company that I was supposed to interview to build my team so I could eventually break off and have my own office to somebody else and, and told everybody that because I, I lost that interview because I was a quitter. And then I remember coming home that day and my big sister, she's super brilliant, super smart. And I tell her, and I'm, I'm, I'm about almost nine months into this company. I am working from 9 a.m. to midnight. I'm going door to door. I'm dealing with people that are abusive and unkind. I'm not making good money. And I'm sitting there on the, on the bedroom of my, si my sister's bedroom, crying my heart out saying, I can't give this up because I started. I dropped out of college for this job. I cannot stop because then I'm a quitter. I'm going to be a quitter. And that's what losers do. I'll never be a winner. And I'm feeding myself this garbage, this horrible amount of garbage that if I don't continue out this horrible job, which again, we can just play some stories here. Like you want to get somewhere. Great. You can walk there. You can bike there. You can take a Ferrari there. You can take a private jet there in life. You're going to learn what's a private jet and what is walking or what's a bus or what isn't. This was definitely a bus. And I'm sitting there on the, on the floor of her, of her bedroom and I'm crying. And she's telling me, she goes, look at yourself. Like just, Jenny, can you just like, you know me, you know, my energy, you know who I am. Like, can you just imagine like I'm, I'm 18 years old, like my energy, I'm sitting on the floor of my sister's bedroom, bawling my eyes out, thinking that I'm a quitter and I'm never going to amount to anything because people say that if you quit the job, if you don't stick it through, you're a quitter. Yes. I, and you're basically feeding yourself the same garbage that they were feeding you. Absolutely. And so then from there, thank God I have really good sisters, a really good family. I, 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 I quit, right? I'm a quitter now. I quit, which was the first step, Janine, into me having this limiting self-belief that now I'm a quitter because I didn't finish. So then I go back to college, right? To start what I quit originally, right? And then I realize, guys, college is not for me. I then, you know, get recruited into, um, 
Prudential, which I'm not going to go into that story because that was actually the first story that I did with Janine. I go into Prudential. I end up in New York life. I'm, I'm hustling. I'm working hard. I'm doing my thing. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling great about myself. And then I meet my husband. And this is like almost recent, guys. I've only owned my own business for about almost a year and five or six months. Like I have not by any standards made it, you know, I'm doing like air quotes, right? Made it. But like, I did not want to leave New York life. And my husband, he's, he's so sweet. He's so loving. He's so patient. And he didn't make this decision for me, but he would sit me down and he goes, Leva, I don't understand. You literally have a game plan that maps out five years to then when you're going to be able to quit. He goes, I don't understand. Like, why had that work? I was like, oh, but you don't understand. Like, I'm not a quitter. So what I'm going to do since I committed, I'm going to do my five-year plan. I'm going to have my own farm. I'm going to get people in place to run it because I don't really want to do it, but I'm not going to quit. Do you feel crazy? Like, do you hear, like, I'm hearing myself, right? Like, in that moment, in that moment, I didn't understand how crazy I sounded, but because I was so scared of being a quitter and so scared of being someone that didn't finish, I was going to stick out something that didn't make sense for me. Like what's your, I mean, there's obviously a lot of input, but Jean, like coming from someone, you're, you're a lot more, you're, you got, you got years on me. You got professional on me. You got experience. You're, you have all of this life experience. Can you just weigh in a little bit? Cause there are people listening and I know they're listening that are either experiencing what I'm experiencing have commented on me on this. And I want them to hear from someone, you know, with a little bit more experience in the game, like what's your input on this mentality? So what I'm hearing, and, and I'm a very empathic person. So as you're telling your story, I can totally put myself there and feel the anxiety and the misery of that situation for you. And the, what you were being told about, well, if you quit, then that's just, I mean, that's just a sign of quitters. If you give up on this, then you're just a quitter. And, and the, the, abusive type punishment that they had or the humiliation. And so as young people, we're so impressionable and we have, we come into the world at 18 years old, that's still really young. So when we come into the world, we're experiencing things for the first time. And what you were experiencing was unfortunately a really poor example of what life can really be. You were getting misguided information, misleading information, and really negative ways of looking at life. So you weren't really experiencing all the possibilities. You were experiencing from the get-go a very limiting example of life, a very limiting belief. 100% and you said that so well by the way like honestly I could not like so well because here's the thing guys one no one's very rarely do people take get a job today out of school and it's their go-to job forever and generally speaking we don't know what we do not know like there's no other way to put it so if you're going to start a business right because we're going to answer this question guys but I need to lay down the groundwork as to why this is hard for me because I have done a lot of things. And every time I get back to my hometown, I somehow, and this is probably because I attract it because it's still something I'm so insecure about. I somehow attract it, but someone will say, Oh, that's, so what do you do now? Oh, Oh, do you still do that? That video company? I wasn't sure because you know, you change jobs a lot and or, Oh, that, you know, someone recently told me, Oh, it's so cute that you started a podcast. Like, what do you mean? It's cute. Like it's something I'm doing. It's something I'm excited about. Like you just know, I want to do this. I'm going to do this. This doesn't mean that you quit what you did before. Sometimes you can build upon things recently just to give you, and I'm going off on a tangent here to answer the question that people asked, but you know, I, I've recently 
a lot of you guys know that around three months ago, I switched my agency out and I no longer do agency work for social media. In fact, I completely cut that out of my services. And ironically, I've actually been able to make more money and spend less time and actually do the things that I want to do, which is 100% focus on video. But what happened by default is that people heard that I was good at LinkedIn and I had a knack for LinkedIn. What am I doing on LinkedIn and how am I doing this? So I got invited to speak into a couple groups and when people reaction were, Oh my God, this is so cool. Give me more. I was like, dang it. Like, this is cool. Like I didn't, I didn't realize that I could do this. And that's why you're, you've been seeing, I don't know, Janine, you've probably been seeing on Facebook, like I'm getting invited into, you know, speaking to all these groups and I'm posting about it. But the thing is like, just cause I'm doing that, does that mean I quit on my original idea or my business? No. That doesn't mean that at all. In fact, I am stronger than ever with my campaign to get even more video work. So guys, to answer it in, 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 in simple terms, there's almost no way to do it. But number one, if you want to start a business and you're asking, how do I know I want to start it? You do not know. You do not know what you do not know. I started Bernath Media. In fact, I even came up with the name the same day that I found a client that was willing to pay me 300 bucks a month to manage their social media, which by the way, quickly scaled to closer to 2,500 between video, photography, LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook. So like that one month that I got a client, I didn't have a company name. I didn't have a structure. I didn't have a business account. People are like, oh, I need to start a business account. I need to get an LLC. Actually, I took that money and I put it in a savings account because I didn't have a business account. I didn't know I was going to do this. And then when I got my first video client, which you guys know was an accident, I didn't, I didn't know I was going to do video at all. And now I'm a hundred percent strictly video. And now I do consulting on the side. So like you absolutely 150 million percent of the time do not know exactly what you're going to do with this business. So if you have an idea, if you come up with, you're like, Oh, I'm really passionate about fitness. I'm really passionate about helping people. I'm really passionate about dog walking. So here's what you're going to do. You're going to get an idea in your head. You're going to write it down. And then you're going to say, what's step one? What's step two? What's step three? Don't go into a 10 year plan. Like I'm Janine, I'm probably saying everything that like people that are crazy successful are saying like, have a 10 year plan and a five year plan. And I'm telling you, Profits first, people. You have no idea if this is going to last. You have no idea if you're going to like it. You have no stinking clue if this is going to be something that you're going to stick with. So don't sell it. Don't marry it. Did you like, don't the same way you don't marry a prospect on the first day and the same way you didn't marry your husband on the first day. If you like dog walking, why don't you part time, go find a couple people that have dogs and offer to walk their dogs for a little bit amount of money because you've never done it before. And you're going to see if you like that do it for a couple months. You're going to grow into what you like and what you enjoy. I'd have to say, I know for a fact that I am madly in love with video and that it fulfills me and excites me. No clue in my wildest dreams that I'd ever be invited to speak into businesses on how to use LinkedIn. Like, like what are certain things? Cause you know, you, your business is pretty successful. What are certain things like how, when you started your business, how much has it evolved and changed since when you started? Like you, you started, you had an idea, but where are you now? Is it exactly how you planned it when you started it? Goodness, no, absolutely not. I actually started out, so I have three businesses and I started out uh, at, at college for journalism. I switched because my friends convinced me that I could do computer science without having to be a math whiz. Because again, I had the limiting belief, well, I can't do computer science because I'm not a math genius. But 
turned out I can actually do computer science and programming and design and websites and networking and all that fun, geeky stuff. So I did that for a number of years and I love it, but I didn't know what I didn't know, just like you said, I didn't know it until I tried it, but I wasn't worried about, is this going to be my career for the rest of my life? To me, that's putting myself in a box. I don't fit in a box, which is why I also have a business, a brick and mortar business where I work with customers one-on-one for massage therapy, energy work, meditation. So I'm really working with people one-on-one to help them grow as an individual, but I also work with businesses to help them grow their business and to be more, uh, to be more successful online, to really help them have that outward presence that they're looking for. So I work with people in a variety of ways, and I've always known that my passion is to help others succeed, no matter what that means to them, whether it's in personal life or in business, in marketing. I love helping other people shine. So when I started my podcast, it kind of grew. My messages were were really reshaping, and a podcast wasn't something I was ever going to do before, but I was convinced or by somebody else, by Russell Brunson actually, who insisted that we need to be promoting content or publishing content on a day-to-day basis, whether it's through podcasts or blog posts or any other means, video, we just need to be doing something on a day-to-day basis. So I started the podcast and everything kind of started shifting from there. And I've even talked about this very topic of how do you find your passion? How do you figure out what it is you're supposed to be doing? And my answer to that was try stuff, just try stuff, let go of the outcome. Don't focus on, okay, well, I'm going to try this and I'm going to try it for X number of years, or I'm going to make this shift and this is going to be it. Don't worry about that. Just experience life, try things. And when you find something that brings you joy, that you, when you talk about it to other people and you're passionate, then stick with it, you know, try it for a little bit longer. But if at any point that you decide, well, maybe this isn't quite that it, or here's this other path that's kind of related, but not fully still where I thought I would be going. There's nothing that says that you can't take that tangent. You can't take that other path. I and I would really argue that my whole path has been zigzagging for a lot of my life. Zigzagging kind of oh, yeah, in one direction, but zigzagging back and forth. And I think my third business that I now have called Enervibe is really pulling all of that that I've been through together. But I wouldn't have found it if I wasn't willing to continue to try things and try different things and move in different directions and go where I felt led to go. I just had these inklings, these ideas, these insights. And that's why I don't fit in a box because if I had to sit in a box all the time, I wouldn't have spread my wings. I wouldn't have just pushed outside those boundaries and those limitations that other people had set saying, well, you have to do this. I'm like, no, I don't. I don't have to work for a corporation. I don't have to make a living in a big box with everybody else. I can do my own thing. You know, Jean, I could not agree with you more on everything that you said. And I think also another thing, and I, and I, I saw this earlier today, and this is something that you're going to relate to totally. Um, Shalene Johnson, who actually is a fitness 
like a uh, trainer instructor. She works for, I think, Beach Body and, and whatever. She's, she's really, really incredible. I like her so much. And she has, she put a, a post out saying, you need to know how dope you are without validation from strangers, congratulations, titles, or award ceremonies. And I'm going to tell you guys something. Every career that I ever got into for a validation award ceremony, even in the, I was in, guys, I was in four different network marketing companies. I was in New York life. I mean, I, a lot of this, uh, granted, you know, my career time frame is a lot shorter than a lot others that might be listening, but I went into it because of status and title and wanting to feel special, wanting to feel like I had an office. Like I remember people gave me so much more respect when I was working in New York life than when I was doing anything else because New York life had a title and I had an office and I was wearing a suit and it looked good. And I think not, I mean, just drove me crazy coming, com- coming to think, you know, about where I am now and who I used to be. And I honestly, I don't know if, if I had a conversation with the same person I was a year ago, if I would, if I would understand my mindset. And I think another thing that I, I, I strongly like to, to, you know, just blankly, like if you're going to start a business again, what, exactly what Janine said, like, don't, don't do what all of us did, which was I'm going to start a business and I'm going to, this is going to be my business. I'm going to marry it forever. But if it doesn't work, I'm going to do it for 10 years because I'm not a quitter. And because like literally this morning, Janine, I'm, I'm on my way to go to get my lashes done. Cause I'm a, I'm a, I like being extra. I like my lashes. I like it. I love the way it feels. I love how it makes me feel. And I'm, as I'm on my way, I know it doesn't really make sense with getting my lashes done. And I'm listening to Andy Priscilla yell at me. But I don't know. Every so often I got to hear some Andy and Andy's going, on this rant. He does this thing called Thursday Thunder and I love it. And actually Thursday Thunder is what really his one Thursday Thunder podcast motivated me to start my business, but he's going on about like, don't be a quitter. You know what? Even if you don't, even if it's not the right thing for you, just don't quit. And I have to tell you, like, I'm very motivated to write an email out and just be like, Andy, that's the worst thing. If I was me three years ago in a horrible job where they dropped a raw egg on my face um, in front of an entire room full of sales reps. And I heard this, I would have stuck out an abusive, I mean, gosh, chauvinistic environment where they made the most dis- anti-Semitic, disrespectful towards women comments, like everything under the moon and sun. Like, and, and so I'm here to say the opposite. I'm here to say, guys, wherever you are in life, I don't care if you're starting a new business, if you're in a relationship, if you are, you know, you became super orthodox at one point in time in your life. And then you, you know, you're like, oh crap, I I don't know if this is where I want to be for the rest of my life, but I made a commitment and I can't ever leave that commitment. What do I do? You need to understand something. Life is a, is a, First of all, life is is a long time. You know, we we look at it in five, 10 year, 20 year, 30 year. It's a long ass time. Like it is so long. And the one or two years that I spent in, in miserable positions or career choices that I thought I had to keep because I made a commitment was so dumb. I almost wish I literally Janine, like from the bottom of my heart, I speak to girls that are now my age and granted, they might not know exactly what they want to do with their lives. And they haven't really started in maybe on the financial side of life. I'm, you know, I might be surpassing them or whatever it is, but you know what they did that I didn't do? They, after they finished high school toured Europe, they went around and did dance classes and dated and fell in love and traveled the world and got random jobs in different industries and went to school for this and went to trade school for that. And to be honest, a lot of those girls or guys that I was friends with, they might have, you know, we talk about it a lot. They're like, oh man, it's so cool. You actually went after what you wanted. And I'm like, yeah, sure. Five years later, I finally am in something that I like, feel fulfilled, and then finally making the amount of money that I want. But you guys have an experience that now 
I actually really want to go achieve and do. Like I haven't, I've never done that. I've always been on what's my career. What's my goal. What's my income opportunity. What am I going to make? How am I going to look? What is my achievements? When am I going to be on stage and change the, how about like, when am I going to enjoy life to its fullest? And two days ago or three days ago, this is, and this is funny because you and I talk on Facebook quite often. And I find that my best friends, really my best friends, I, I don't even live near them. My best friends, I talk to virtually my best friends. I text my best friend. I have one really good friend in Dublin and she and I talk almost every day. I met her at FHL. We're both like obsessed with marketing and she and I talk almost every day. And she sent me a message this morning, a really nice reminder because this past week, Janine, I have been pulling crazy hours because I've been really busy and I'm trying to hit probably not realistic deadlines. If I'm being honest with you, if I'm being honest with my audience, not realistic deadlines, because I, I really am I'm an overachiever and you are too, which is why I invited you to be here. Um, but she was like, Leva, you need to remember that this is a marathon, not a sprint. And you need to enjoy the process and the journey. And that made me feel so strongly about today's episode where you and I got here together to talk about people who are like, well, how do I know which business to start? You don't. How do I know how long you're going to be in it? You don't. I don't. Is this something you're going to last in for a lot of years? Who freaking knows? And you know what? You know what's going to hurt the most? And this is why I'm so heated. This is something, again, like I'm so transparent about. I'm so, I'm too, Janine, am I too transparent on Facebook? Do I post two <laughs> personal things? No, I like it. I, I love listening and hearing what it is that you're going through because it makes you more relatable. So I love but, it. But you know what's funny? Like I'll post a cute picture with me like kissing my husband's cheek. 500 people will love it. I'll post something about like, you know, something that's like a little edgier and like people are shy to be like, yeah, I resonate, but I'm not going to comment because it's awkward. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, Jesus, people, you know, <laughs> like whatever. But um, yeah, like you're not going to know anything. And the thing that's going to suck the most, the thing that I'm still so insecure about, and I, I actually find it very empowering that I'm being public about how insecure I am about it, but I'm so insecure about it because to this day, I'll have moments where like in the behind the scenes, like I'll be working so hard. I'll be making proposals. I'll be storyboarding. I'll be doing all these different things. And then like, but you don't know my, the public doesn't know my old friends in high school that I don't even talk to anymore. I don't know what I'm up to. So I feel insignificant because I don't have a, you know, a regular career job that makes me feel significant. Just like Jean, like you and I, we don't have anyone that tells us good job. You came in today and you did a great job. No one freaking tells us. So no. you don't, yeah. Like who's patting us on the back. Who's giving us a bonus. We're doing it all for ourselves. So well, that, like, I just have to add Leva that go one, ahead. I'm on a rant. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> one of the things, because you're, you're talking about this and how to find, uh, or how to believe in yourself and, and, understand that you bring value to the world. I have sitting in front of me as we're talking on my, on both of my screens, I have a really big screen in front of me. And then I have my laptop screen on both of them. All it says is I am enough. I love it. I have a daily reminder. It's all over the place. It's actually all over my house because we want our kids to really understand it. We want, you know, we are constantly reminding ourselves, I am enough. Just as I am, I bring value to this world. And there are things that I can do. There are people that I can help and I can change my reality. I love that. I love that so much. And and on the note of, of just being enough, I have a really, I have a really interesting like take on that. But like, 
but back on that round, which is what you, I love that you added that, like knowing that you are enough, because here's the thing, guys, here's the thing that I struggle with the most that you're going to struggle with. If you want to start a business that you're going to struggle with when you quit that business, because I'm going to be straightforward. Very rarely are you going to start a business that you're going to stick in for, for the rest of your life. Most people didn't. And the people that did that we, that you and I consider an overnight success took 15, 25, 35 years. So start it. You don't feel like you have to publicize it, but guess what? If you do publicize it and you start a business page and you start advertising yourself and people are like, oh my gosh, yay. You'll notice guys, you'll notice someone will literally post on Facebook, just got a job at XYZ corporation, 500 likes, just started a business crickets. And, and that's crazy to me, but it's, it's real. And it's not because people don't love you or they, they wish you bad. It's actually because it's so uncomfortable for them or your family or your friends for them to see you fail that they're more likely to want to be like, yo, like it's, it's really great. You want to start a business, but like you should probably have a backup plan just in case. And like, yeah, I've heard that a number of times. Like for real guys, like here you are going out on your, like, okay. I told you guys it's going to get heated for real. You're all out going all out on your passion, all out on your dreams. And there were people freaking saying, have a backup plan. How about saying, Hey, like, who can I hook you up with to make sure that you're successful? Do you have to go to a business conference? Why don't I drive you? Because you're going to be so tired taking all those notes and networking, or you know what? I don't own a business, but you do. And you need a network and you're shy. Why don't I come out and, you know, to that networking event with you, I'll just grab a beer and be on the side in case you get scared or uncomfortable. Where the freak are all the supporters? Like, where are you guys at? Because let me tell you, I, I can count. Janine, this is crazy. I can count on my hand four people, four people, and I'm lucky that they're still in my life, but four people in my life, and they didn't all at the same time agree with what I was doing. In fact, I would say three out of the God knows how many jobs that I've ever chosen, they were like adamantly against. But when I was there and I was doing it and I was all in, because by the way, guys, pay attention. Even when I was doing something that I didn't know was going to be my forever, I was all in. So when I was at New York Life, I was all in. When I was in Vima, I was all in. When I was, God, at Verizon Fios, guys, I was so all in. These guys are trying to convince me to move out of my house and live with a bunch of dudes. Like, I'm a good Orthodox Jewish religious girl, like, never lived with anyone other than, like, my, like, male-wise, with my father, my brothers, and then my husband. Like, and they were, and I was so convinced. I was like, oh, it's good for my career. Like, I was in a crazy call. I was ready to do that. I was all in. And so when you start this business, you need to tell yourself a couple things. Like, I wish, I hope so God, like if one of you guys is starting a business or thinking about it and you're listening to this and you think I'm crazy and like, thank God Janine is on the air because she's calmer than Leba and Leba's nuts. I am nuts. But if you guys get <laughs> one thing from this episode today, please know that I wish to freaking God that someone told me this. Number one, it is 152 billion percent. Okay. If you start something and find out you don't like it, you're never going to know if you don't like it, if you never try it. Okay. Number two, don't focus on having an LLC and a business bank account and systems and processes. Go get some business, whatever it is that you're selling, you're selling it for a dollar amount, whether it's information, a service or a product, go get some business stockpile cash and don't spend it. Don't try to look cool. I did that Lost. I spent all my money. It was ridiculous and stupid. And I'm embarrassed to say it, but I did. Number three, Surround yourself with good people. Now I have to tell you guys for about a full year of my life, when I came back from Israel, I had absolutely no friends in Pittsburgh. 
Okay. Not no friends in life, no friends in Pittsburgh. I would be in my house and I remember my neighbor had like a little bit of a party house and they'd be partying and they'd be listening to music and all that fun shit. And I would be like hearing it and I'd be really sad and I would cry or I would just be depressed or I would go to the gym, whatever it was very lonely. But there was one thing that I knew to be true. A hundred percent is this, show me your friends and I'll show you your future to this day. I am so specific with who I spend my time with. To this day, I'm so specific with who I call my friend. So if you're going to start a business, you are sure to fail, sure to fail or sure to be mediocre, which to me, guys, is almost as bad as failure. Sure to be mediocre, sure to be a failure, sure to quit and go get something safe. If you are around people that do not constantly light you up. I have friends, guys, that want to start businesses and they can't afford it to quit their job, but you better believe that almost three or four times a week, I'm texting them a reminder that they made a commitment to themselves and their dreams and they're going to go and chase it. I have friends that had to close their doors because they lost all their money in their business and now they have to go get a job. That doesn't mean they stop their business. That means they get a job to pay the bills, but there is still hours in a day. And I know this to be true, Janine. I woke up at 3.30 every single day, minus yesterday and this morning. So I know you can add hours to your day. So guys, if you're going to start a business, number one, just do it. Number two, don't, don't be around bad people. Number three, stockpile your cash. And it does not matter if you're going to last in it forever, but you will never know. You will never know if it's something that you want to do or something that you're going to regret never having done if you've never done it. All right, rant over, Janine. How do you feel about my... <laughs> yeah, and I'll just add a couple of points to that. <laughs> I'll just add a couple of points to that because... I think that the one of the important things to remember here is that change or taking a leap of faith is really scary and hard, and our minds will fight us on it. So if you find something that brings you joy go for it, but be aware of the negative self-talk. Be aware of your brain saying, you're going to fail at this. This isn't going to be good. You're not going to be able to do this. This will take too much money. It'll take too much time. Be aware of all those excuses that your brain is going to throw at you because you don't have to listen to them. You can say, you know what? Watch me. Just like you tell the rest of the naysayers and everybody else out there that says you can't do it or you should have a backup plan, just tell yourself, watch me. I can do this because that negative talk isn't going to stop. It's there for a reason. It's trying to protect you. It's trying to keep you from really changing. It's trying to keep you in a, it's primal. It's trying to keep you in that safe situation that you've been in before and you, it's predictable, but there's no room for the unknown in a predictable life. That's a quote by somebody, and I don't even remember who. But oh my God, I love that. Can you say that again? Yes. There is no room for the unknown in a predictable life. So if you do the same thing over and over and over and over again, you aren't allowing yourself to grow. You aren't allowing yourself to experience new things. So yes, starting something new, going after your passion and going away from the norm or doing things that other people say you shouldn't, it's all very scary, but it's all very possible. You just have to keep moving forward and don't let yourself quit before you even get started. I love that. I love that. And it's such words of power from someone that I, I honestly feel like people can learn so much from you and being so inspired for you. And then, and just, you know, I want to end the show on this because I told you guys I was going to bring it. I told you guys I was going to get a little heated in every other episode. I'm like happy go lucky, but this one, again, like this is so close to home for me. And I also like talk about another thing, like, and, and I think this is the best thing to end the episode on, which is this. 
I can't speak about what I do. I can't promote about what I do. I can't quote unquote start a business page or a public page until I've done something because I haven't made it yet. Guys, I haven't made anything yet. I haven't done, as far as I'm concerned on my ladder of goals that I want to achieve with my life, I haven't even scratched the tippy surface, like the tippy surface that made no sense. I haven't even scratched the surface. Like my goals are so lofty that they're honestly very often suffocating. But the truth is that like, here I am making a podcast, talking about something. And you know what? Five people are probably going to hear it and Maybe, maybe one person's going to get out of something. Am I not going to do that podcast for the five people that are going to hear it because I'm not yet a known person? That's so selfish. Don't be selfish with your knowledge. Don't be selfish with your goodness. If you've lived time on this planet, if you've gone through a rough experience, if you've been a human being, if you've been in relationships, if you've been in somewhere in your life where you started a business and you failed at it, one, that doesn't make you a quitter. Two, you should talk about it. You should really, really do something to talk about it because somebody is going to listen. Somebody's going to hear it. And somebody's going to want to make a difference because of the time you took to share your story. So Janine, thank you so much again for being, oh gosh, I'm going to have you like 4 million more times. We both know it. <laughs> like you are right now my go-to person. She keeps me calm guys. Cause I clear, I'm nuts. She keeps me grounded. <laughs> well, I'm, <clears throat> I'm happy to help. And really amazing. Well, guys, if you enjoyed this episode and you found value in it, please do us a favor. Uh, one, make sure to give Janine a follow. You're going to have her link on Anchor. Um, we're also on Spotify. You can follow her. Make sure to let her know that you heard this episode. And also, if you heard this episode and you liked it and you thought you got something from it, none of my shows are sponsored. Um, they're 100% on my own time and dime. But, it, but if you liked it and you think someone can gain value from it, please do me a favor. Uh, give me a like and share it with a friend, share it with a friend, you know, who is struggling with imposter syndrome or struggling with people's opinions. And you just want them to go after their dream to the way you want to go after yours, share this episode with them. And um, I hope it'll change your life and I hope it'll change yours. 